Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on this Thursday. And Thursday at 5.30 means Notre Dame football recruiting. And that means Christian McCollum from irisportsdaily.com. How are you today, Mr. McCollum? Doing good, Sean. We're playing with a little bit of fire here. I hope you like it. This, <laughs> this, this segment is uh, resting on the uh, strength of a pinky swear between myself and a three-year-old that she'll be quiet. Oh, well. I mean... I don't know how many of the uh, the Notre Dame, you know, Zoom conferences you've been watching, but you know, there's there's a lot of kids kind of hanging out, you know, in the background in those most of the time. So yeah, it's a lot cuter <laughs> when you can see them and you you know, but yeah, you just hear right. them. It's not so great. That's right. All right, so we'll see how the pinky swear goes. Maybe you have to get her some uh, some of the Munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts or, or something <laughs> if she if she holds up her end of the deal. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's start with the big guy. This week, Dante Moore on campus this week, the uh, the quarterback, the five star quarterback. So what is the latest with uh, this 2023 target? Yeah. So, you know, last week I started to hear chatter from some sources that aren't necessarily as dialed in. And and they were starting to talk about maybe the Dante Moore leaning to Notre Dame stuff was a smokescreen of sorts. Hmm. Uh, But it was sources that weren't exactly totally dialed in. So I I almost think that chatter was the smokescreen, at least for now. Um, We felt good about Notre Dame's chances with Dante for a while now. And the feelings just seem to get stronger and stronger as we go. All reports are that this week's visit couldn't have gone much better. And, and people we trust, they're like, we, we know instead of like, oh, this guy said this guy, this guy. Right. Um, they feel good about Notre Dame's chances. They felt good about him coming into the visit. And they feel like, it seems like they feel better coming out of it. Um, you know, but when you're the perceived leader for a, a elite target like Dante Moore, um, and you feel pretty good about it, that's when you want to have that process come to a close soon, right? You don't want it to keep dangling out there. So that's kind of where we are right now at this point. I think the sooner he decides to make a decision or an announcement, the better for Notre Dame at this point. Um, now, he's also a kid that doesn't really need to be pressured into making those decisions. From everything we've been told, he wants to kind of accelerate that because he understands the dominoes at quarterback. But he's kind of, you know, one of those guys that can kind of take his time a little bit. Um, there was some talk about him potentially taking a visit to Ohio State this week. I heard that was off. You know, we'll see. Sounds like maybe Oregon's trying to make a play for him. Could they get a visit? You know, interesting there. Um, another visitor too, which shouldn't be all that concerning. But if you see her, oh, he's going to drag this thing out and play it out through the summer, and he wants to take all of his officials. That's when other schools will have the chance to get in here and really shake things up. Um, but right now, it seems like things are trending positive for Dante Moore and Notre Dame. Well, I mean, it was just such a, a different kind of reception that he got. You know, he's seeing, seeing the the photos of him and his dad and Marcus Freeman's out there and Tommy Reese is out there, you know, and 
It's like it's the uh, the greeting line outside yeah. the Goog when he showed up. It, it's a, a little bit different, it, it seems like, than uh, what we've become accustomed to at Notre Dame. Yeah, so, and I mean, obviously Notre Dame, you know, you don't really see that. And I think it was kind of a, a coincidence of sorts that we were able to see those kind of pictures. Um, but, you know, Notre Dame definitely pulling out all the stops, showing this kid. And, and that might seem like a silly thing to people, um, and it kind of doesn't. See, look at it, right? Like, critically, like, all these people are there for him. They're not there. They're there to show him how much he's wanted there. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of stuff that matters. Yep, Absolutely. All right, another Notre Dame top 2023 commit, the defensive end from Florida, Keon Keeley. He was on campus this week, too, and he's had schools coming pretty hard after him. So where where's he sit now after coming back to South Bend this week? So it's, it's important to recognize when Marcus Freeman talks about Notre Dame going after elite players, it's, it's not just like this bravado or swagger, we're going to do it because we know how to do it. it. There's some strategy that goes into this, and there's a little bit of give and take. So when the Notre Dame staff, what they've seemed to decide is they're willing to go after the very best players in the country and try to land them as soon as they can. It sounds simple. But that comes with a little bit of risk because when you get elite guys on board early, the other schools, they're not going to give up. They're not just going to say, okay, we'll move on to the next guy. That's not the way recruiting works. Um, And it's impossible to expect these elite kids that commit very early to just shut the door completely on recruiting. Um, It really – and I know a lot of people will say, like, you know, you're commit, man of your word, and all that stuff. There's some value to that. But at the same time, anyone can see the way this college football changes – the landscape changes every year, sometimes more than that. So uh, uh, a recruit would be silly, and it would be unwise for them to really kind of shut things off completely. So guys like Keeley, you know, they're going to be chased by these top schools throughout. You know, Florida is one of the biggest ones going after him right now. But what you rely on is he committed to Notre Dame for a reason. He continues to come back to South Bend, which is a good sign. Yeah. He was on campus with his mother and the Reader family. You know, the Reader family, Trey Reader's a 2022 Notre Dame. He's going to play. He's a linebacker commit for Notre Dame. His brother, Troy, is a 2023 Notre Dame baseball commit. Those families are very, very close, and that's definitely going to help things um, as far as, you know, keeping Keon Keeley in the mix. Sounds like Keeley will be back on campus soon. That's another thing. So, you know, not to say this is a kid that's just going to play this whole thing out and just try to get attention because that's not the vibe we get at all. But at the same time, you know, prior to this, it would have been silly for someone like him not to, you know, answer phone calls and talk to people. But I think Notre Dame would like to see that come to an end here soon now that we're moving down the the road in the process. Right. But these are the kind of situations that are to be expected moving forward. And it really is a sign of – trying to elevate your game recruiting-wise. Christian McCollum with us from irishsportsdaily.com, talking Notre Dame football recruiting, some big targets on uh, on campus this week. And a guy we've talked about before who uh, kind of keeps flying under the radar a little bit is another 2023 guy from Massachusetts, the uh, athlete Ronan Hannafin. And last month you talked about how he'd landed an offer from Ohio State, but he got another pretty big one uh, too, I heard, huh? He actually got two now, right? Oh, wow. So he, he got Alabama yesterday. That's right. And then today he got Clemson. So, you know, look, I understand the hesitancy with people that follow this just based on the fact that he plays at a small private school in Massachusetts. It's not a football powerhouse. 
the, I live in Massachusetts. It's not the hotbed, and we're not producing four or five star <laughs> prospects. Trust me, I get it. Um, am I a little biased just from being here? Of course, you know. Uh, but at the same time, all these schools aren't wrong. All right. So, and, and and I know these are not the kind of prospects, and this is not the kind of time when Notre Dame gets those kind of things wrong. So if you think about it, uh, Notre Dame was his first major, one of his first major offers. At the time, it was clear that an offer from Notre Dame would be huge for him. It came during a visit um, in Notre Dame when it would be a huge offer and Notre Dame would have a great chance at landing him. These aren't the kind of guys that Notre Dame reaches for early in the process because that could cause some complications. If you offer this kid right away and he wants to commit, it's almost worse than if you didn't offer him if you're not ready to take him. Yeah. So the only way you offer that kid that early is if you truly believe he's a player regardless of what everyone else thinks, you know, if he doesn't have these offers and you're the first one in, it's going to help you. And you also realize that you're not the only person in the world that's going to see what you see. So these other offers are coming. So, you know, a lot of people will doubt him, but I mean, you know, Marcus Freeman, there's reason to, you know, trust, you know, his staff's evaluations, plenty of reason to trust Ohio state staff's evaluations, plenty of reason to trust that guy, Nick Saban's evaluations, Clemson's evaluations. So, this kid's legit, and we've been saying that for a long time now, that he'd be a national prospect, and he is. Um, and Notre Dame, as long as they want to be in this race, I think they're going to have a really, really good shot at We mentioned it before. He's very close with Preston Zinter, who committed to Notre Dame recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ronan's kind of going through the process he told me he was going to go through, take some visits this spring, see where everything lands, and then make a decision. Now, after picking up some of these offers, he might have a, a more of a tough decision than he thought he was going into it. All right, so another 2023 guy uh, from North Carolina, an offensive lineman, Sam Pendleton. A um, couple of weeks ago, he uh, – well, they, Notre Dame offered him a couple of weeks ago. He plans to visit already. So how would that uh, kind of all come together so quickly? Yeah, so this was a kid who wasn't really firmly on Notre Dame radar until just recently. He actually cut his list of five schools in February. He cut his list down to Clemson, Virginia Tech, NC State, Penn State, and Michigan. Then he did a photo shoot with a, a somewhat well-known national reporter in this vein uh, earlier this month and was asked, you know, is there any schools that you hadn't heard from or hadn't heard a bunch from or not offered from that you'd like to? And he just mentioned Notre Dame. And within a few days, Harry Heastan caught wind of that, reached out, and they had some conversations. Shortly after that, he had an offer and pretty much immediately scheduled a visit to Notre Dame. Um, he's a kid that's kind of seeing his things blow up. I, I think he – thought he might have a decision in February, but offers kept coming in. So it's still a little early in the relationship with Notre Dame in terms of research and all that stuff. But there are plenty of signs of serious mutual interest here. Um, you know, he's coming in, he's visiting next weekend. He's coming into a trip with an open mind. And, and I okay. think he's going to be pretty impressed. Uh, he also visits Florida next month. Uh, from there, it isn't really clear what he's going to do. Uh, but I would be shocked if he didn't have a decision by the summer. Okay, and then another guy, Pennsylvania linebacker Anthony Specka. He was the first guy Notre Dame offered for the class of 2024, and I understand he's coming in this weekend. So where do things stand with Specka? Yeah, I really like this kid. He's a, he's a young kid, but he's super mature. As you mentioned, first kid in 2024 to report a Notre Dame offer. Um, and he's really close with the Heinish family, um, Donovan and Kurt. So, you know, it's Central Catholic in Pittsburgh, big-time Notre Dame pipeline there. Yeah. Um, and the thing that's interesting is he's being recruited by two of Notre Dame's new staff members, which gives us some insight into them. And both Brian Mason and Al Golden have been super impressive so far to him. Golden with his resume, Mason with his energy and being a young guy. 
Um, and that's kind of an addition because Speck has been pretty interested in Notre Dame even before those guys came. Uh, Penn State's going to be a threat. Pitt's going to be a threat. Michigan, Ohio State, all those schools. Um, kid that I don't think's in a rush to make a decision. Uh, but by the end of the summer, I'd expect him to kind of officially narrow down his list. And I, I think Notre Dame would be around for a while with him. All right. Sounds good. Christian McCollum, Notre Dame football recruiting update. IrishSportsDaily.com is where you'll find all his stuff. What else is going on there right now, Christian? Yeah, so tomorrow's Friday, obviously. So we have ISD Intel. We'll have a ton of information um, you know, on guys that visited, the guys that are going to visit, where everybody stands. Um, and I know Jamie Uyama and Greg Flamong are doing their hit and hustle tonight. It's always really, really well worth it. Um, and Matt Freeman, John Bryce, and Mike Freeman, or Mike Frank, are uh, all definitely doing their thing and, and covering the beats from all different angles. All right, sounds good. So you'll find it all at irishsportsdaily.com. Christian, thanks as always. I will talk to you next week. Thanks, Sean. All right, absolutely. Christian McCollum, irishsportsdaily.com. Dot com with our weekly Notre Dame football recruiting update. We'll take a timeout when we come back. More Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Got some uh, stuff on the final four for you. Bobby Hensley's coming up in the 6 o'clock hour as well. Rapid fire with a slew of different topics. As always, that's coming up next on Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 